Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! with the glove! Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Scott with you. Fleetwood Mac. Lindsey Buckingham fired by Fleetwood Mac on the state five years ago. Suffice to say, uh, and most of you that are aficionados of the music industry are probably well aware of the fact that uh, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey were an item back in the day, so maybe the collaborative approach uh, didn't quite ultimately uh, come to uh, fruition. Hope you're having as good a Friday as you possibly can as uh, we revert in many situations back to uh, uh, phase one, dealing with the pandemic. For all of you that are affected with your respective uh, industries and businesses, uh, uh, we're with you, man. And, uh, and uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, get everybody vaccinated here and get back to some form of normalcy here at some stage down the road. This is Oilers Now. Uh, this is uh, uh, what will be... Well, I'm not sure it's going to be enlightening, but it'll at least be mostly hockey talk over the course of the next couple hours. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Opening uh, 13 or 14 minutes of the show, we're going to hit on the fact that the Edmonton Oilers swept the Ottawa Senators. They won last night. They weren't great, but Mike Smith was terrific. 39 saves. And the Edmonton Oilers are uh, now, according to Sports Club stats, up to a 99.9% chance of making the playoffs. I'm just going to throw something at you here right from the get-go. When the Edmonton Oilers started the year 9-8, and eight, so just after they got Mike Smith back, we talked about the fact that the team's save percentage at that stage was 895. 
and the Oilers were probably going to have to get to at least 9.05 to make the playoffs. They were 23rd in the league in save percentage. Today, the Edmonton Oilers are 10th in the NHL in save percentage at 9.10. So they've gone from 8.95 to 9.10, and they've gone 16-6-2 over the course of their last 24 games uh, since starting the year 19 and, and or 9-8. and eight. So just some numbers there for you. Bottom line here. Oh, check that. 17-6-2. Get it right, Bob. 17-6-2, uh, which is pretty good. Bottom line here is uh, there's been lots of factors as to why the Oilers have uh, rung off a stretch of 22-8-2 over their last 32 games. And a lot of it has to do uh, with uh, goaltending. So uh, we will uh, hit on that uh, coming up with uh, John Shannon, our NHL insider today for legacy heating and cooling with no payments and no interest for one year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. John will join us at 1220-ish today at 1235. Elliot Friedman for NHL Hockey and Rogers and our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. 105 today, the one and only Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. And we'll close it out with uh, Jack Michaels and myself having a conversation about goaltending. Uh, because he put a pretty interesting tweet out last night. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us at the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. The orders play the Flames. Tomorrow, the team will practice today at 2 o'clock. We will tell you Ken Holland will do a media availability during the course of our show. We had Ken on the show on Tuesday. The Oilers made a little bit of news today. They put Kyle Turris on waivers this morning at 10 o'clock. And uh, that will provide Edmonton with lots of options. Under the assumption that Turris will not get claimed, and I do not believe he will because he's got another year left in his deal at 1.65, theoretically, it's not out of the realm of possibility that at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, Kyle Turris clears, and with Ryan Nugent Hopkins day-to-day, Turris could be in the lineup tomorrow. It also gives the orders the flexibility at any time to move Turris to the taxi squad. Theoretically, if Edmonton were to make a trade, they could also farm Turris. And only be on the hit for about 500,000 of tourists. Uh, it'll be a little bit north of that. Maybe 550,000, uh, 575,000 of the $1.65 million cap for this season, which would pre- create a little bit more of a financial mechanism for a potential trade. I, I think it's going to be hard for the owners to execute a move, but it does provide some Flexibility. So let's get to it. We're going to go to our orders now. Audio Vault Edmonton coming off a week, a sweep of the uh, Ottawa Senators. The Audio Vault brought to you daily in orders now by Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. We'll start with Cam Moon's audio call of last night's game. The ninth and final time the Edmonton Oilers will take on the Ottawa Senators, and the Oilers will try to run the table. They are an 8-0 record against Senators so far this year. Batherson, he gave it away, and walking in is Haas. The backhand is saved by Forsberg. Didn't like the looks of things. Oh. His backhand gave it away, but Stutzla couldn't do anything. Here's Batherson. He fans on the shot. Stutzla on the left wing can't get a shot away. To the blue line for Barry. Back to McDavid. Looks towards the net. Puts it on goal. Here's Chase on Scott! 
Oilers. Puck jammed on net. And the Oilers get a power play goal. And he needed that one. He's been a little bit quiet offensively. So the Oilers get the power play goal and a 1-0 lead. And Connor Yamamoto is a fan favorite in Edmonton uh, with a rare opportunity in the first unit power play. Jams one home. Yamamoto couldn't get it out. Turney, his pass out to Brown. Shoots and scores. Brown goes five hole on Smith. And Brown's got goals in six straight games. To Jujar Kara. Back to Jones on the point. To the middle. Shoots. Scores! Devin Shore with the redirect in front of the net. And the Oilers are up 2-1. to one. can check the shot off the pad of Smith. Pull Yarvey will get it out. Up the right wing. He'll get to center. He'll shoot. Scores! Pull Yarvey with the empty netter. And the Oilers up 3-1. There you go. The Oilers get the win. Here's Dave Tippett last night post game with his thoughts and a quick RNH update. Uh, I give Ottawa a ton of credit. They played very well. They played hard, and Schmidt made some real big saves for us to kind of keep us in the game. And uh, we got a little scoring. You know, Shore gets a big goal at the right time, and uh, we were able to push the game along. But it was, uh, you know, it was a hard-fought battle. We knew they were going to play hard. They always play hard, but they're, you know, they're. Uh, they're looking to uh, avenge some losses, and they played hard, and Schmidt held us in there. Any update at this time on Ryan Nugent Hopkins? Day to day with an upper body injury right now. We'll reevaluate him tomorrow in Calgary. All right. So uh, again, the Oilers hit the ice at two o'clock tomorrow. Entirely feasible at RNH. Uh, maybe doesn't play tomorrow. He's not going to get traded. Okay, so if you're one of all oh, this is, they're not trading him. They're not trading RNH. They're not trading Tyson Berry. The Oilers are not trading Adam Larson. Those guys are UFAs that see where this goes, and possibly the Edmonton makes a small tinkering type of deal uh, to add a little bit because right now they're in a pretty good spot to make the playoffs. The Oilers sweep Ottawa, win all nine games. They go 9-0. and Edmonton's overall record is 25-14-2, so they're 16-14-2 against the rest of the division. doesn't matter. Flames are 2-4-1 against Ottawa this year. Ottawa's got a winning record against the Montreal Canadiens. Ottawa's only two games under 500 against everybody else other than Edmonton. It's rare, but Edmonton did it. Tough matchup for the Sens. Here's Dave Tippett on sweeping the nine-game series this season. Well, it's different. Obviously, you don't play that you know a team that many times, or I've never done it in, a, in all my years in the NHL. But it was, uh, you know, there was some games that were real close that could go either way. There were some games where. You know, I don't think their goaltending was as good as it as it could have been that we took advantage of. It's just it's just funny how it went. And then tonight they played hard, like they they probably deserved a better fate tonight. But Schmidt was very good, so just kind of a weird weird the way it ended up. Schmidt was very good. He's become a storyline for the Edmonton Oilers. He had this to say in his performance last night, as well as Ottawa's work ethic. I knew on a back to back going in, I just needed to make. You know, some timely saves in there for a group, and you know we were able to get that second one and get ahead. But yeah, they were they were coming at us pretty good tonight. And you know, one thing you got to give them credit for is their work ethic. You know, they work, and and if you're not willing to you know match that going back the other way, they're going to spend some time in your in your own zone, and, and they have some dangerous players over there. So I think uh, you know that being said, we just we found a way to get the win, and that's kind of been, a, been our motto the, all season long. It's just finding ways to get points on any given night and keep moving up in the standings uh that is mike smith the Oilers uh netminer devin shore uh and it, it's funny uh for me he's 
uh, been an overachiever this season. I don't think he's been surprised. For those of you that are unaware, like Ken Hitchcock was an advocate of Devin Shore, had him in Dallas. Dave Tippett had these comments, Shore scoring the game winner last night on Shore's recent contributions. It's been good. You know, he's a good pro, and he's a, he's a player that accepts and is more than willing to do different roles on a team, whether it's penalty kill and center, left wing. And he's jumped in and has really uh, uh, done a nice job at a, at a bunch of different uh, situations. And now he's he's kind of uh, got himself in the lineup to where he's he becomes a real you know a, a solid guy in there for us. So good for him for taking advantage of the situation. That's the final clip. Actually, we'll do one more here in the Orders Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear. Here's Devin Shore on finding his groove amid the ebbs and flows of the season. There's a ton of ups and downs uh, in a career. Hopefully they're not uh, too many more, but you, it's inevitable they're, they're going to happen. So um, I think the biggest thing is to just uh, enjoy the journey, both both the ups and the downs. Um, we're very fortunate to, to play a sport for a living and, and to be on a good team. So, um, I mean, some days it's easier to, to do that than others, but I think it's important to just enjoy the ride. Uh, enjoy the ride. Edmonton overall 25, 14 and 2, 13 and 8 in the road, 12, 6, or sorry, 12, 6 and 2 on the road, 13 and 8 at home. Some people commented last night, you know, like the orders were outshot. Ottawa was the better team, five on five. But you know what? If you have goaltending and special teams, you can win games. This was a little bit more of a recipe, I'd say, for the Oilers sort of October until the end of December when they won games during the 2019-20 season. Once they put uh, dry saddle of Nugent Hopkins, they drove some different numbers, 5v5. Um, and they've had a stretch here over the last 10 games. The Oilers haven't been winning face-offs. They've seen their face-off percentage drop from about 51.5 to 49.8. They haven't had as much puck possession, but their special teams have shot up. Their power play is now second in the NHL at 27%. Their penalty killing is now up to 79%. That's combined 106.2. So Edmonton gets the win. They get the Flames tomorrow night. We'll hit on that game a little bit later on. We'll step out right now when we come back. John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It is 1221 in Edmonton. Let's go to our NHL insider, John Shannon, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. When the Edmonton Oilers started the season 9-8, and eight, are like, all right. Well, you know, they were three and six out of the gate. Uh, now they're nine and eight. They've uh, they've won some games here. Save percentage is eight eight ninety five. We all knew then, John Shannon, that uh, you know, lo and behold, a span of twenty four games later, the orders would go sixteen six and two, and uh, now be in the top ten of the league in save percentage. Has uh, has Mike Smith and the goaltending become the surprise storyline of the Edmonton Oilers this season? I think he's uh, on that top ten list for sure, Bob. And it might be the best million and a half dollars that uh, Kenny Holland ever spent on a on a goaltender. When a lot of people in last off season were wondering why the uh, Oilers weren't more involved in the Markstrom deal or the Holtby deal, well, Mike Smith has probably outperformed both of those guys, and uh, it turned out to be a great move for the for the Edmonton Oilers. I think it, you, you probably from from that feel good perspective. Just thinking at the, at that list, you have to put, uh, I guess, Darnell Nurse on that list. 
and to a lesser extent, Jesse Pugliarvi. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You mentioned the Calgary Flames, and Markstrom right now is at an 898. And the Calgary Flames currently are 26 in the league in goal uh, save percentage at 896 overall. So think about that. I mean, Calgary's sitting there 26. By the way, they can't score. Uh, they're in the mid 20s as well goals for they haven't been getting the, the stops and the Oilers have and the other thing that's happened here is Koskinen's play has actually gotten uh, better basically since the Oilers have had the two goaltender options so it's you know it's kind of a we're at the state it's funny I, I I bumped in a it was a wrap-up last night because there were a bunch of places that had to shut down at 10 o'clock so I saw a few individuals around town uh, and <laughs> Made it count, John. I if hope, you know what I, I hope you had a driver. I hope you had a driver. Uh, exactly. So, uh, bottom line, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with an unspiked uh, Coke. You know what I'm saying? Or sugar-free Rockstar. But uh, the, uh, the the reoccurring theme is Bob. Ken Holland has surely Ken Holland has to re-sign Mike Smith. Like, think about October 10th, John. October 10th, the owners signed Barry in the morning, and then in, in right around noon Edmonton time, they announced the signing of Mike Smith. I I look back on uh, Twitter, I got pounded that day by Oilers fans, livid, livid that the team had brought Mike Smith back. And I I, I, I think if people are honest with themselves, it's, it's incredible what's happened here this year with this guy. He's just it is, and and, and actually the one thing you wonder. Um, and it's all about timing. Uh, what, it, it, was it a blessing in the end that Mike Smith didn't start the season? It, you know, did, did he need that extra few weeks? I know he was banged up. I know he had a, 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 a bit of a, an issue, but was he able to get in that much better shape? Did, did, it, did it allow him to prepare mentally for the season better? I, 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 I'm maybe grasping at straws, but it appears – that the timing of Smith's arrival, uh, the way he's played, um, the enthusiasm he has created amongst his teammates, uh, it's all worked so perfectly. I don't think you could script it any better. John, we have uh, Ken Holland's going to do an availability at one thirty. As you know, he did our show on Tuesday. Uh, so we're, we're less than 96 hours from the trade deadline. You have your sources, uh, certainly in the context of the owners' organization. Do you see Edmonton making a significant move? No, not significant. There might be a tweak here or there, uh, but uh, this is—it's not that it's all gravy at this time of year, Bob. Uh, yep. But this is a this is a franchise building for the future, and, and going and finally going in the right direction. Uh, with momentum, and uh, I, I think that what what Ken is planning to do, with uh, with much more cap freedom, uh, even with the flat cap uh, in the off season, he's building towards the he's building towards next year and the year after. I don't think what he needs to do is mortgage anything at this point. Plus, you have to sign some players in the off season. You do, and that's going to put other pressures on this organization. This, if there's a tweak to be made, maybe, uh, but I don't expect anything monumental. Uh, between now and Monday at uh, 1 o'clock Mountain. Is it entirely possible that Kyle Turris, who was placed on waivers today, plays tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames? Might have to. He really might have to. We don't know what Ryan Nugent-Hopkins' status is. Maybe Kenny will give us an an update. Uh, What we do know is that he wasn't feeling 100% last night in Ottawa, and so they thought it was a good precaution to keep him out. Uh, but, you know, maybe Gaetan Haas and Kyle Turris and center one more time with uh, with Cara and uh, and McDavid. So 
from that perspective, uh, you know, the, the shuffles to and from the taxi squad and the and the the balancing act with the cap is something that is vastly different this year because of the fact that you're moving players around to a, a six-man roster that's actually with your team. So there's a lot of guys that are on waivers at times you wonder why they are. Look at Paul Byron. He's been on waivers three times this year for Montreal. Useful and plays player. the next day. So, I mean, it happens all the time. Derek Ryan down in Calgary. They put him on waivers twice already this season and put him right back in the roster uh, a couple days later. Uh, you were on the Vancouver Canucks Jim Benning conference call. Uh, yeah. What do you? What, are the Canucks going to get the full fifty-six games in? Uh, they have been assured by the NHL that they're going to try their damnedest to do that. Yes, um, but really, the protocols in place—they still do not know when they're going to even be able to get into their practice facility, which has to be approved by the provincial health authorities. So, uh, I, I think we'll hear this weekend officially from the NHL that uh, the games against the Oilers next week are postponed. Uh, and everybody, uh, everybody in the NHL, the, Oil- the Oilers, the Flames, everybody in this division uh, are playing hockey uh, by the 17th. That's not a given, but the 17th is a Saturday. Uh, they're supposed to play the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's the hope. That's our uh, John Shannon, our NHL insider. John, safe travels back to Toronto. We'll talk. Uh, po- are you available a couple times Monday if we can squeeze you in? Awesome stuff. Thanks, John. Safe flight. Okay, Bob. You bet. That's John Shannon, Fort Legacy Heating and Cooling, 1228 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Elliot Friedman for the River Cree Resort Casino. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.